I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Welcome to Weigh In Wednesday, where we go live in the maintenance group and talk about all things maintenance. Uh, joining, as always, is the manager of the maintenance and mindfulness group, Odette, along with Kim, who is the manager of our weight loss program. And our special guest today, Jeanette Roges, uh, coming to us live from Mount Albert, Ontario, met your goal spring 2022 down 45 pounds after, you know, a bit of situational change, you are back to solidify your weight. So that's where you are right now in your maintenance journey. And you're back with the current group with us. Hello and welcome ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Should we just get right into it today? Odette, what's our first topic? Yeah, so I'm glad you said situational change, because I think this is the perfect time to talk about um, what's going on. So, you know, we talk about situational change and, you know, us going from spring to summer, of course, that's a big one, routines are off. But I think we can talk about situational change um, in other ways, too. Sometimes it can be just change you know, in our stress levels, maybe in, you know, something not as obvious as, you know, a change in job or a change, you know, in, in a day-to-day routine. But I think yeah. situational change is really anything that takes, you know, our energy and our time away from ourselves and, and what we're, you know, what we need to do to, to stay where, you know, feeling our best. So Jeanette, given the fact that you experienced situational change, why don't you kick us off with this? Or what's, what's your experience with that? Well, um, I was uh, crushing the program, let's just say. <laughs> I was one of those no people that studied. I, I, I uh, was like a, a student of yours, and I did everything you said. And I moved right into uh, maintenance with a, a lot of confidence, actually. And then um, in the winter, my dad went in the hospital. and. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I was able to uh, manage my my maintenance journey, but until the point where his health declined. And at that point, I had to let go of everything, of all the balls that I was given and all the, all the uh, tools that I was given. I had no ability to take care of myself in any yeah. way, shape or form. I lost, I didn't eat all day. I didn't drink all day. I just was rushing from one spot, from one area to the other, to the hospital, to work. And within, within one week, my weight went up uh, 10 pounds. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty incredible to watch how stress could uh, affect my weight. And I, and I had been on um, the same one or two pounds for probably five or six months already, you know, by that point. And that was the first time I actually saw my weight uh, go up. 
And then afterwards, uh, after you know he died, it was a it was a four day uh, of intensive care, and then he passed away. And oh no, was, yeah, it was yeah, it was intense to be honest. I I I was okay with uh, you know a ten pound game, but then it still slowly crept up, and I had to figure out ways to um start paying attention to myself again but it took a long time it took a long time and i started with um you know when i couldn't do the food or or the water or anything else i started uh and i was telling odette i started with the music and i was i listened to one of your um like way in moments from one of the beginning, you know, the beginning snippets that you guys put out and it was to build your own playlist to get your body moving. And that's how I started. You know, I had no other way to do anything else for myself to bring, you know, positivity and joy, but music, because I spent so much time in the car going back and forth. And uh, I started to build that and I took it from there. It was, uh, it was a slow, slow slog. Um, when you, when you let go of food and drink, sleep, and, and the stress is so high, I just tried to choose a few small things that could make me happy in the day. Yeah, I think that's important to say. I mean, obviously, this is like the biggest type of situational change in that you're just, this is a, a something has to give moment. And sometimes in life, in this particular situation, it, it is you and you prioritizing yourself in hindsight. Do you think like anything would have changed to give you the capacity to be able to prioritize yourself more? Or you were just like, I mean, easier said than done when we reflect back, but any advice for people who maybe are going through a similar situation or have yet to encounter a similar situation with this type of situational change, what would you have done different? Or what do you wish someone would have told you? Or is there anything? you know, I think that um, understanding a little bit more um, just self, self-love, self a little bit more of that, because mm-hmm. I, I started to berate myself. Like I had, I had, um, I had mm-hmm. negative self-talk that just started coming back that I hadn't heard in my head for a year. And I think that has to do with sleep, the lack of, like when you do not sleep, I think it changes everything. And in, in, for me, at least it did. Because I, I, I started to, you know, I don't know, there are so many, so many ways that I was like, I, you know, you're, you're, you're losing it here, you're losing it there. And I had to collect myself. I really did. I had to collect myself and say, you know, this, this is enough. I, I have enough. I can do only small things. So you know, instead of building meals every other day that I got used to doing over the past year, I, I started to, you know, build meals for myself uh, once a week. And I became like the re- refrigerator became my friend and various little tools like that. I, I started to rebuild energy and focus towards myself. I, I don't um, know but- if you were so I was just going to say, I don't know if you had an opportunity to catch it, but Dr. Beverly in our latest segment, uh, she's the new psychologist in the group, as you know, she did touch on sleep um, mm-hmm. in there as well and how that can really affect not just how you're feeling about yourself, but the choices that you're making. It's amazing. Yeah. When I heard that, I just stopped in my tracks. I was in the grocery store and I was like that. I, I hear that a hundred percent. 
it, you know, it got to the point where I was, uh, I was some old habits started coming. I used to say I used to eat standing up, especially when I was dieting, um, you know, calorie counting. I, I was so hungry, I would eat standing up like in front of the fridge and, and things like that started to come back. And it was really because I was just dog tired, dog, you know, naps would have been the greatest thing to give myself, but it wasn't possible. So I, I started to, I, you know, my husband took me for walks. Like he, he was, he was telling me, you know, you gotta, you gotta get out there. You gotta move your body. And, um, I, so I started with a few walks here and there. And then I ended up doing something for myself, which I really, really am happy about. And I ended up downloading a dance app. Oh, nice. And it was, yeah, it was something that I would never have thought of to do. Uh, I dance in my living room now, uh, and it's just kind of crazy. And I would come home from the hospital. There wouldn't be a smile on my face all, um, all week because he was in the hospital for a month before his, his health declined. And then all of a sudden, I, I had enough energy just to dance a little bit in my living room. And uh, it brought a smile to my face. It was shocking, you know, that I could still do that. <laughs> but the situational change, everybody goes through situational change. And, you know, whether it does happen fast or, or, or slowly over time with a promotion or a job, for me, you know, my dad managed a lot of things. And then suddenly I, I became the person in the sandwich years. And so I was taking care of the family and I was taking care of my mom. And it got to the point where I had to sit everyone down in my own family. I would say, you know, there's extracurricular that I can't drive you to all the time. So we all have to make choices and drop a few things from our lives in order to adjust with the new demands of all of us. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear that. What about you, Odette? Kim, experiences with situational change? I think I've experienced some big situational change during my journey. And I think I, I do have some situational change that happens throughout the year cyclically for me, which I don't know that a mm -hmm. lot of people recognize that mm -hmm. I, ha I have kids that are in sports and specifically in April and May, they're super dense with my kids activities and we do it every year. You don't think about it, but I forget every year until I'm in it, what a stress it puts on me and all of the things I put to the back burner for basically three months every year. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do that. I think uh, not just people that have kids in activities, people that maybe have a job that has a cyclical cycle where there's seasonal work and things like that. And I think where we go wrong is we try to do all of the things we're doing mm -hmm. the rest of the year at that time of year when we have all of this extra yeah. stuff on ourselves. We don't give ourselves the grace that to look at it. And I mean, mine falls in line with when the weather gets nicer. So people are calling and asking to go on a patio and have a cocktail or something like that. If you think of it, or, you know, people that kids play hockey or people that have a work in retail where it's busy at Christmas time, that's also when all the social things get dumped mm -hmm. on your calendar over the holidays. So things like that, mm -hmm. that may seem small or may seem like they're not a huge deal. When you put them on top of your already busy schedule, that can be a huge burden. And we need to be able to have some grace with ourselves and let a few things, maybe let a few things drop or not take on so mm -hmm. much or just not have the expectation that everything else is going to be the same. We're just adding this one thing. 
I think that's so huge. That's a massive aha moment. Maybe we can all go through and define different types of situational change, like being having a busy season with your kids' activities. Your routine mm-hmm. is changing. Your when you eat dinner and it is changing. Like all of that, you know. Um, you know, when you're seasons where you're more active, maybe you play tennis in the summer and not in the winter or, you know, more and more yeah. active just in general, going out for hikes or, or more social. I think when we think of situational change. We always think maybe I use that example of you lose your weight at home and now you're going back to work and your stress levels change, your routine changes, you know, all of that. Maybe we can maybe maybe Odette, like anything you want to add in terms of different types of situational change. Yeah. So, so where I am right now, I'm, I'm in the process of, I can't even talk cause it's going to make me emotional of anticipating a situational change. So mm-hmm. my son just graduated high school last yesterday, last night. And I didn't really, I mean, I, I knew that it was going to be an emotional time. You know, he did high school through COVID. Was he even going to graduate? Was he, you know, are they going to be giving out diplomas? And it all culminated into yesterday and walking across the stage. And I just realized that I've been anticipating in September, this boy is moving out of my home. Yeah. And, and I, and I'm already working myself up over an anticipated situational change. What's that going to feel like? How is that stress affecting me now? You know, how is this affecting my routines and habits now? And it, it is about recognizing it and, and having the capacity to, yes, like I had a really emotional day yesterday. And what did I have to let go of to be able to take care of myself around this day? And how am I going to take care of myself and recognize what's coming up in September to be able to take care of myself in September? And of course, situational change is going to happen. Life is going to happen that you're not going to see. It's going to, you know, kick you in the gut, you know, in the moment, but even recognizing anticipating you're anticipating a change that's coming i mean that's been really massive for me these last couple of weeks that well i yeah. i just know that i had kids go off and on their mm-hmm. own and you're, you're not prepared for it you know it's coming but you're not prepared i think for how deep the feels go for so many reasons but your kids moving away not needing you anymore being independent needing you more in other ways and just being nervous for them did i do a good job my god yeah, that's that's one added to the list. What else do we have? What other kinds of situational change? Anyone else can we can kind of add to that list? What might be considered situational change? Do we have anyone watching? Any any suggestions there? Maybe. I know personally for oh, me, I'm thinking like as women, we go through that. You know, the the maiden, the mother, the crone, those phases, exactly. those phases being situational change too. That's another one. I'm just started going through menopause. I can officially <laughs> announce that I am in menopause. And it's huge. It's not just huge physically, but emotionally on yeah. what that means, right? So there's those things which we, you know. There's so many things that hit us that are situational change that we don't even think about. Like people are talking about retirement on here yeah. going from working mm-hmm. to retirement. I know that can, I can imagine that's a huge one. And I think people yeah. overlook that one because they think they're going to have more time to look after themselves. And so yeah. it's going to affect them in a positive way. And they're not looking at the, you know, the things that they might be dropping, like their routine and how that shaking up of the routine or maybe stressing about money because they don't have their income. What about benefits? Things like that come into play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mom guilt is also something to consider. Um, you know, when I didn't have too much capacity to take care of everybody else that I was used to taking care of, 
Um, this was happening during my son's uh, exams in grade nine. And for me, high school was a big thing for me because he, you know, he, he has a learning disability. I wanted to be there for him the whole time. That was my plan. And I was like, you got this. You got to do your exams by yourself. And I'm sure you're going to do great, you know, but he, he did well. He, he, he didn't need me as much as I thought he needed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, just giving yourself um, just grace and a break mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to, to just move through, through these situational changes are, are important. Yeah. And, you know, maybe tips, sorry. Go, uh, go ahead. Odette. I was going to say to the tips, tips for that, maybe. Mm-hmm. For Odette? Odette, yeah. Oh, sorry. Tips for, oh, the mom guilt. And so, well, what I was going to say is, is, is similar to this, um, where Kim used the word grace and Jeanette used the word grace. So I think that is a, a big tip. Give yourself some grace. But we also talk about, um, you know, back on track and what back on track and maintenance looks like. And I, you know, when Jeanette said earlier, she just found the one thing that she could do in that moment. Yeah. So you're in this situational change. You've got all of this going on. You maybe feel your stress coming up. You've recognized it. So what do you, what do you have the capacity to do? Like, let's not think of back on track as this big daunting thing in the moment. You know, you're here in maintenance. There's a million things you could do to get back on track, but in this situation, what are one or two things? Where can you start? Where are those little things? You know, don't, don't mm -hmm. look at that back on track post and think I have to do all, all of these things. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going to pick one or two and focus on that. Yeah. I was going to say, and we have some more comments we should probably read here, mm -hmm. but I, like meet yourself where you're at, like just stop, mm -hmm. take a deep breath and say, what the heck is going on in my life? Um, knowing that changes in life will come and, and go and riding the waves through all of them is key. We have to trust our bodies and listen to what it's saying. Yeah. Like what's happening with me right now. I'm mm -hmm. starting to not feel good physically, mentally, why, what can I do? And it doesn't have to be all of the things, you know, mm -hmm. and that is great. Pull up that max. I know we do have that maximizing back on track post in the group and you can reference that. Here's another one. My big change will be the summer having grandkids for four weeks, not having the same mm -hmm. amount of time I'm used to uh, having for myself and preparing different meals. Right. So, you know, this is coming down the pipeline. You know, what, what's your plan going to be? You know what I mean? Start, start, I don't know, preparing and, and having an idea of how how do you meet yourself in this, this moment with these changes? Um, and finally, moving is another big one for me. I sold my house, moved to a brand new community and retired all in the span of six months. Oh, oh that's wow. a lot of change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it all sounds positive. It sounds great, but I can imagine yeah. it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, it is. I, immediately, I'm like, that's so fun. But oh my gosh, yes, that, yes. that would overwhelm me too. Just a new community. But that's really exciting. And maybe you could take a step back in your community and maybe ask people, do you have any of the walking groups? Do you have any, you mm -hmm. know, like recipe nights or maybe start your own or, you know, that's where you can mm -hmm. kind of like embrace to your point, Jeanette, like embrace the, situ the situational change that's, that's happening, you know, and take more action towards it rather than looking at it as a thing that's happening to you. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have control over the things that are going to happen to you, but you do, you do kind of have control over how you react to them. And sometimes it's not in grand gestures and in, in grand ways. Sometimes it's just little bits and pieces that yeah. you could hold on to. And uh, it's, it's something that, I mean, I, I wouldn't have, 
I think that if I hadn't have done this program, I, I would have been lo- I would have been a lot more lost in the moment, um, trying to figure my way through it. Yeah, to be honest, mm-hmm. and your way back from it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I ended up deciding to go back into the weight loss group. Um, mostly because, you know, the weight did go up. It went up a whole 18 pounds. And for me, I was okay with 10, but 18 started to feel a little much. And, and like yeah. I said, the first 10 was because I didn't eat or, or drink. I just, I just didn't do anything, right? And my body just reacted. And then the next eight pounds, I, I said, you know, I need a little extra help. I need to listen to your voice every day again and just be in that community. And it's the first time that I I'm not like writing as much texting and and I'm just sort of staying back and listening because again it's something that that's the only thing that I I I have because I am so busy right now but it's slowly slowly making my way back and my weight is slowly and surely (laughs) back down to my my goal weight yes yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's amazing, to be honest, it's still magic for me. <laughs> and I, I was just going to say, like, we, I mean, Gina, how many times have you said you don't gain 20 pounds without knowing it, right? You feel it. And here, Jeanette just said, like, I got to 18. I knew it. And instead yeah. of factoring in that, like, oh, my goodness, look what I've done. She took action, right? Like you took she. That's the epitome of check yourself before you wreck yourself. You did what you had to do to take action, to get yourself back to where you wanted to go. And, you know, when you, you talked, I can't remember if it was this week or last week um, in one of the lives about, you know, seeing the number on the scale and it's up and not just saying to yourself, it's up, but why is it up? You know, what is happening around this number being on the scale? Is it because I'm going back into old patterns? Is it my natural fluctuations? You know, really analyzing exactly why is my scale up? And that's going to help help you, you know, like with Jeanette, like, okay, I need to check myself here because my scale is up for these reasons. And I know that now instead of festering in it, like doing something about it. Yeah. I mean, that goes the same thing with like kind of the first year after you've maintained your weight, you know, or dealing with experiences like, you know, people passing away or losing your job or moving your house or Christmas or summer vacation, or do you know what I mean? Every time you encounter those different types of situations, it's a matter of bringing awareness and being in tune. This is one of the things why I love about our maintenance group, because you can just be in here and two years later, if you're having a situational change, you know, mm-hmm. you can pop in, ask for advice, read over some posts, listen to some conversations, because that's the reality. The living method is not a magic pill, but you do learn the skills to be able to manage these situations and the choices that you're making, especially where you're when it comes to your weight and the stress that you're under, along with the choices that you're making for whatever reason. You're grieving, you're not getting sleep, you're mm-hmm. stressed, what lack of accessibility ability, you know, whatever that might be, you know, it's just a matter of, okay, this is happening. I'm noticing it. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. What can, and what can, and what am I willing to do about it? You know, at the end of the day. So that's why I love this group. Mm-hmm. I think recognizing too, that at this stage, you know, we go through the weight loss group and the process, everybody does the same process, but when mm-hmm. you're maintaining your weight afterwards, there's going to be certain things that 
maybe you need to focus on and making a plan for yourself and recognizing your needs. That's what we do throughout the whole process is start to, you know, dig into our own body's needs, what we need, getting in tune and being mindful. So really making a plan for yourself. It's all very easy. You know, we have people pop in the maintenance group. They're like, oh, my scale creeping up. What do I do? And it's really at that point, you want to say like, what do you think you need to do? Where are you feeling like you're struggling? And what do you think you're maybe not paying attention to anymore? What about um, highlighting our, I don't want to say weaknesses, but, or, or maybe our triggers or our coping, like would it make sense? Cause you know, we talked about going back and, and tracking and making a map of your weight loss history. You know, when did you start doing this? When did you gain? When did you do whatever? When did you get to that point? But what about kind of recognizing and sitting down and being like, okay, what are, what are my triggers? What are my, if situational change was to happen to me, what might I fall back on? What, what are my coping mechanisms? mechanisms, you know, maybe like, do you think we have the wherewithal to do that? Like we are to your point, we're going to all experience situational change at some point. Is there something to be said about thinking, okay, if and when was that, that was to happen, if you're listening or watching us now, Mm -hmm. do you know where you could put systems in play to better support yourself? Like I know me drinking wine, right? I have a bad situation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink all the wine. So my focus is in recognizing that, making sure I'm setting alarms to drink more water. You know, my mental health is not great. So maybe make an extra effort to to go for walks. Like, you know, would you you think there's any benefit in that? Or just when the shit hits the fan, the shit hits the fan. It's like chaos. I think I would love to get to a point where I felt like I had the tools to do that. And like you said, Mm -hmm. and not that I don't have the tools to do that. I do. I can do that. I just don't do it. It hits the fan. And I think our automatic is to go to what is easy to funnel Mm -hmm. drop everything and go to what is easiest. And I think we need to keep in mind that some of the not so healthy habits that we've had that got us to gain weight in the first place and have us hold on to that weight are still pretty ingrained in us. It's going to take more than Mm -hmm. a three month program and solidifying your weight to really, you know, some people it's 46, 50, 60 years of some of these bad habits where we weren't taking care of ourselves. And I think we need to get it to a point where we find a way to make it easy to care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's our default. Mm -hmm. How do we get there? And we need another program. (laughs) Yeah, where I am now is I am starting to recognize those those moments. Like this, these last couple of weeks have been a real test for me. And I know that I just shut down. Like I, I literally, like, I feel like my, I don't even have a personality. I just, I'm not engaging. I just shut down. And that trickles into, um, you know, my eating habits, my drinking habits. So when I open up the fridge, I just want something simple because I don't have the capacity to, to do something exceptional in the moment. So I know now that if that's coming for me, I do, I do feel like now I have that plan in place. I mean, it's not perfect, but I know, listen, if, if I don't have what I need in the fridge to, to give my body what it needs, I'm going to pick what it doesn't. And because that's the capacity that I have. So that's the one thing that I've learned almost, you know, two years into this is that if that, if I don't have those little things in place, it's going to be super easy for me to revert. And it takes time to learn. And I feel like I'm just coming into that place now. Not just, uh, you know, through situational change, but just in maintenance in general, I think. In general. Really. 
You know, there's yeah. someone here I noticed. Um, can anyone in maintenance let me know if their weight has gone up? Well, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I can't see your down. <laughs> I can't see. My hand was up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this is all, I mean, we've had, I, you know, I, I did want to read that because we've had so many amazing conversations about this for so many reasons, your weight will fluctuate, situational mm -hmm. change being mm -hmm. one of them. I mean, there are three main reasons why you'll gain your weight back. You don't put time into solidifying your weight. That's so huge. You need to, you need to put time into solidifying your weight to make your weight your new norm for when you do encounter the situations at the very least, that's your constant, right? Like that's mm -hmm. where your, your body is happy while you're dealing with stress and not getting the sleep and not feeding it, not paying attention to it. That's why situational, that's why solidifying your weight, that second stage is so important. You know, mm -hmm. um, the other one is just, you know, so not putting time into maintenance. Well, how many figures am I holding up? Not putting time into maintenance is the biggest one. And then on top of that is situational change putting time into maintenance so to solidify your weight will help with the situational change. And the other one is not being mindful. And that feeds also into situational change where you need to recognize if I'm struggling right now, why and what choices am I making? And you know, how is that? You know, what can I do about that to get back mm -hmm. to a place where I feel better physically and mentally? So to answer that question, yeah, heck yeah. I mean, everybody mm -hmm. <laughs> for one reason or another, not to mention just normal fluctuations on the scale, but that's probably... That's probably a conversation for another day. Um, we do have lots of other amazing way and Wednesdays on our podcast, you know, go back, search them all out. Uh, amazing conversations. That is our time for today. Um, Odette, what do we have coming up uh, for next week in the maintenance group? So we, well, we have the long weekend for both us and Canada coming oh, up next week. Nice. So we're going to talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit next week. We did talk about it earlier this week. Just, you know, love your long weekend you know, enjoy yourself. So we're going to feed off that next week. Just have you feeling your best coming off a long weekend, really kicking off into summer. Everybody wants to have a great summer. So we're doing that next week and another great guest on weigh in. So we're going to take some of these topics and, and keep going. We always have a list, right? And then we <laughs> a list of topics and we get, we, we get to one. <laughs> yeah, we get to one. There were other topics and we'll save those for another day. Odette, yeah. Kim and Jeanette, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> no have an amazing problem. day, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Guys. Bye. 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 B